hello and welcome to In Excess Access All Areas with Hayden and B. This show engages with hundreds of bands around the world, bringing to you weekly news, reviews, competitions and auctions and much, much more. Check out our website, inexcessaccessallareas.com and join the active and engaging community of amazing fans who also love In Excess. Hello, welcome to 2022 in excess, access all areas. We're back with a bang. B, we're trying to get this band into the Rock Hall of Fame. We're rejuvenated. We've come back after Christmas. And I've actually never seen you more enthusiastic to start off a year for a podcast, B. Hello. How has your in excess festive period been? Oh, my goodness. It's been busy. I thought we were getting a break. <laughs> well, uh, we did uh, slip in last weekend. I think it was a Sunday morning, so that was a bit of a stretch to get up and mm. uh, early Sunday to hand out our competitions and uh, well, sorry, our competition winners and things. So kudos to all the winners there. I think we had nine out of ten patrons actually win uh, a selection of prizes. So probably suggest one thing, B, if you're not a patron already. That's right. Get to be a patron. In fact, we've got three new patrons this week. Oh, really? We do? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. Well, we'll look forward to reading those in a moment. But first of all, I want to say thank you publicly to you for my Christmas present. <laughs> uh, B bought me the Chris Murphy book, and I'm 199 pages through it, B. Wow, I'm impressed. So it's, I've good, had, it's a good read, isn't it? Yeah, I've had three sit-down sessions where I think two at the beach and one in my back garden mm-hmm. where I was able to, you know, multitask with the kids and get a bit of colour in the skin and, and read the book at the same time. It's actually uh, a it, really easy read as well, the way that it's actually been printed. It's very, yes. like for me anyway because it's like full of pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was about to say, they haven't got any of those funny words in there like anethesis, you know, and things like that. (laughs) But, yeah, look, it is is interesting, and it's sort of inspired a little bit of a a new segment that I will reveal next week, B. So Mm. I do have a Chris Murphy-inspired segment uh, Mm. that we will add into our podcast on a sort of maybe a fortnightly level. So uh, I will share that with you. But Can uh, I just say something about the um, the, what we did, the draw? So thank you, everybody that... um, actually um blah, 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 put their names into the hat we had yep. hundreds of people and yep. if you have subscribed to the newsletter look out because there'll be a little something for you in the newsletter so watch out for that but yes we got nine patrons but we also got tony from spain and that was just so nice because he is such a big 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 fan and he's yep. got a massive heart so out of everybody. And yeah. we're going to need the three new patrons to get the postage right to get our stuff yeah. in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which. Speaking no of many which, left. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, we uh, I got my little pack from Mary Wood, so I did let her know oh, earlier today, and yeah. uh, my little fan pack. So thank you, Mary. I know uh, when via Mexico, via Alaska, via Antarctica to Melbourne, I think it was in Melbourne sitting somewhere for longer than it was on in the air. Mm-hmm. But um, we know a lot of people have been uh, very impressed with those fan kits and uh, there will be more coming up with those. Uh, there's a limited supply, but we do have some some left over through Mary's hard work. So watch this space on those and look at the mm. platforms and competitions. Yeah, yeah. So if you have bought one of those, they are being a little bit slow. I think everything's been slow over Christmas anyway. Um, I only yeah. got your present from you. Thank you very much for my <laughs> present. Thank you. My That's fine. Well, mm. I did. I did go down, I think it was the 23rd or 24th and post that. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, at the moment, I guess with Omicron and, you know, postage services and this new strain of the virus, I guess our thoughts are out with anyone around the world who, between us last being on air and getting on air now, have, you know, been struck down with the virus. Um, We hope that this podcast brings you some pleasure and we hope you get safe and well very, very soon because I guess in our last episode uh, for the year, B, we did give some hints and shout-outs to some of the exciting things we're looking to do this year and um, we won't go over it uh, again but uh, it's fair to say that um, when we have we've had sort of two weeks off you know it's allowed a bit of creative juices to come up with some ideas and um, there's a few little things that I know you've been working on I'm working on and some topics we'd like to talk about and uh, very pumped to you know be able to sort of come back this year and execute these things. Wow, I've got a lot of things gone back into the box. Now we're ready. We've got lots of auction prices to give away this year. In 
this sort of festive uh, experience, anything you could share with the listeners about the NXS world that has sort of hit you uh, or hit your area? My area. I mean, I've gone through mine, was reading the book. Mine's a bit boring, but as you know, your gift was that and reading that was interesting. And, you know, I learned a lot of things, you know, that I didn't know about, you know, uh, by reading mm. the book. Mm. What about you? Is there anything that um, has touched your inexistence? It's a good book? reference book as well, actually. I, I know that there's a lot of those still left at Murphy's Shed. Yep. I'm trying to find out if we can still get our hands on a few copies because I know they're very rare. As um, in the book? Yeah, the book. That's oh. what we're talking about, isn't it? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking through my list. What can I tell you? The inexcessive boys are coming to the Hoi Moe, but I won't yes. be here. But I am looking forward to seeing Blair and the boys on the 4th of February, and we've got a big party of people coming to see that. But I've talked about that lots of times. Um, met a guy called Murray. Hello to Murray. Actually, do you know what? I am looking at my wrong notes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what's really comforting about that, B, is that we've been going for about six minutes and you haven't made a mistake till now. So I feel very comfortable that you've got your first mistake for the year out of the way. What I can ad-lib a little bit. Oh, no, you're... I have got the right. Oh, you have the right note. Yeah, you know, I've, oh, I've just had a girly moment. Sorry. You've had a B moment. <laughs> yeah, because I've headed it as Welcome 22 and I was like, it's not episode 22. <laughs> I hope not. Otherwise, this could be this could be an episode. You sometimes say it was an episode of Dallas where we all woke up and uh, Bobby was really alive. Oh yeah, yeah. No, twenty two year twenty two is very important for us, isn't it? This year, the twenty two Michael. It's a significant number in the Inexcess family, and especially Michael. So mm. we will uh, pay homage to that number this year. But I had a question for you, B. Okay. Uh, I think I have to give you. I'm a- already married. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, Just. There, there are some states in America where that doesn't become an issue. But anyway, <laughs> movie, probably after mo- today, I won't be married, but we don't talk about that. Whoops. Don't, okay. Uh, yeah. James doesn't listen. Hello, James. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I've got a question for you. Um, naturally, we, you know, by not putting out any sort of new podcasts in the last two weeks, had probably a bit of a drop off on our downloads, but people were diving deep on some of the old episodes. But there was a little surge last week or early this week where suddenly we had about 160 downloads in a day. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you, was that because of all your Twitter work and sending stuff out? Through, was that the Max Q stuff and I, posting stuff? Because so And confusing. then second to that, was that was that linked to the Facebook sort of uh, legal notice we got about you putting stuff out that wasn't authorised? Um, you look guilty. Right. No, no, I'm not. I'm Declare. Oh, like, I am guilty. I'm guilty of a lot of things. <laughs> we won't talk about those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so yes, I did confuse you because I I do when I speak to you via text, I do get a few I get excited and I tell you about a lot of things and you're like, what the fuck is she going on about? <laughs> Sometimes I don't know where you're coming from, but you're like, have you seen our figures? And I looked at the figures and we had like 50 down. I was like, oh yeah, whatever. But then the next day it was like 160. So what did you're, you do to generate this isn't a laughing matter? And I'm like, oh well, well, I'm laughing. <laughs> So just let me just for the right, listeners, let, me, let, let me just declare for listeners, you know, B did post some film clips about some stuff. I don't know if it was the Max Q stuff, but it, Warner's music weren't very happy with you, B. All right, getting, let uh, me clarify this before you get it wrong. Okay, right, right okay. okay, clarify. So clarify. So first of all, I got a, a notification from Facebook that said I could now link the podcast um, directly. Uh-huh. So when I publish or upload, it comes hitting onto Facebook without anybody having to download. I thought, cool, we'll do that. So I hit that link and left that. And then from then on, I noticed that we weren't linked to um, Apple Podcasts correctly, only halfway. So I started doing that. And within seconds, that's when the podcast went off. We we got another um, 100 downloads within five minutes. And I was like, whoa, something's happened there. Mm. In the meantime, Warner Brothers um, and um, who else was it? Sony. <laughs> there was lots. I you went for the jugular, even, didn't you? Yeah. There was even Spy T- um, Sky TV. They were all claiming parts of the podcast that they had heard. So it was the podcast that had gone on and they had like made claim to certain parts of music and downloads that we'd taken from. Right. Videos off YouTube. 
Um, So I have to then just go through, go in, tick, tick. Yeah, we've got a license to say that we can use this. So I was about to head off to like... I was about to head off to like sort of, you know, non-extradition country uh, to avoid all these sort of legal threats see, and things. I could see you sweating. I was thinking. But you sorted it out? Come on, I saw everything out. What are you talking about? Now, so so the big surge of the episode, uh, just explain to me how that happened again. What, how did the surge happen again? I can't tell you exactly, but within the <laughs> 10 minutes of me attaching um, Google podcasts to us correctly, because it was a, a missing link, we got another yep. te- um, another 100 downloads. Yeah, but there's lots of things that's been happening. We also have to hmm. say a big thank you to Danielle, who isn't very well at the moment, um, and Joel. She went out to play musical bingo in... Mm-hmm. In a podcast t-shirt and she got her t-shirt out oh. and she made everybody <laughs> download the podcast so there might it they <laughs> might have a hundred people from bingo in florida, florida? So yeah. hi. <laughs> yes so we are doing a bit of what we call navel gazing here b talking about ourselves no, on our podcast up, really. but uh yeah. well you know we we are doing a little bit but there are people we want to think we did have a little bit of a surge where somehow in norway through the efforts of Bard and Stefan and the gang in Norway, we believe, that we went from 116 in the Norway Apple charts to number three overnight. So, yeah. again, we don't quite know don't how and what and why. But we would, hmm. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that our good, loyal patron base in Norway have probably shared amongst some friends over there. And, look, it's not the biggest population in the world. Maybe if they get 10 downloads there, we, you know, we, we search, relatively speaking, to the uh, other podcasts. But, yeah, thanks to everybody who has um, gone back and listened to some of the old episodes over the break. Uh, we've got a lot of content coming up. Uh, today's episode is going to be a bit of a cracker. It's a two-parter. As we've said prior to Christmas, this is going to be about our dream in excess gig. So, this particular gig is only limited by your imagination, B. Now, I've had tons and tons of messages and emails. You don't know my imagination, do yeah. you, really? Well, you I have tons and tons it. of emails and texts and messages and things like that. So uh-huh. I've tried to take those into consideration, song selection, venues, a few different things. So we have got this down pat for what we call our dream in excess gig. We will look forward to sharing part one of that today. Before we go into the news, we might just want to say welcome to our patrons for the year. So over to the patron list and the new but new ones and also the existing ones. Let's say hello to everybody outside on the highway. Let's all say hello to everybody outside. It's about 10,000 people at least. Hello. A big welcome back to 2022. Our honorary members, Nick Egan, Marco Pets, Cameron Adams and Mary Woods. Our fantastic patrons, Sue D, Joe Robbins, Carmen, Laurie, Carrie-Anne, Danielle, Sarah Markram, Sarah Camia, Dr. Jim, Katie, Felicia, Lisa Mack, Lisa Calloway, Anne-Marie, Susan Purvis, Susan B, Foxy, Pedro, Mandy, Matt, Linda, Vern, Yvonne, Caroline, Amanda H, Amanda V, Leon, David, Tracy, Paul, Jolie, Paul Boozy, Paul Bridges, Paul Buckley, Sandrine, Warren, Ella, Ryder, Tony, Erica, Abigail, Martin, Stefan, Val, Jim, Matey, Kelly, John, Sean, Jackie, Sheila, Shannon, Helen, Brett, Suzanne, Glenn, Laurel, Ace, Bard, Genevieve, Ali, Shelby, Manny, Laurie, Jill, Leanne, Peter, Matthew, Peter Law, aka Leos, Lily, and our new patrons to this show, Jamie, Heidi, and Paula. Welcome to the party. All right, people, what's it time for? Time for the news. Hi, it's Dave from England, and you're listening to In Excess Access All Areas with Hayden and B. and now it's time for the news. 
All right, B, well, we've got a bit of chart news to update. I think at the last time of recording, the album had slipped out of the top 50, which was a little bit of a negative, and then it was teetering on number 50. Well, it's been sitting in the last two weeks uh, at 38 and 38. You probably find around Christmas time, you do get a lot of people for gifts buying best of albums and things. So, yeah, the best of for In Excess has uh, been stable at number 38 the last two weeks. and. Uh-huh. There will be uh, probably another chart update uh, in a couple of days' time. So hopefully there's another little search. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Could you taste it? All right, and further news, we'd like to give Kirk's Wine a little bit of a plug in the news section. Uh, not because he's asking us to via Media Wars, but we'd like to. Our special collection has gone out. Now, there's a great friend of the podcast who doesn't want to be named because he very generously went out and purchased a bunch of wine to get sent out overseas. We'll only mention his initials, Paul Jolly. Well done, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, sorry, Paul. You're a very humble man, but you know what? I got my bottle yesterday, and we're gonna we're gonna call you out for the classy and goodwill guy you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's exactly it, what I said. He says you're not yes. supposed to tell my name, and I says yes, but you're gorgeous <laughs> and generous. We've got to let everybody yes. know this. Mm. And we did help out <coughs> help out with the postage though a little bit too, but <laughs> the entire collection uh, was purchased by Paul himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we helped a little bit with sending it out to some of the the people who uh, were receiving it, but it is really a gift from Paul. So we want to acknowledge him yes. for his generosity there. And we hope you enjoy it or put it up on the mantelpiece and just look at the uh, the bottle uh, that is a beautiful design. You'd like to read out a bit of the back of the bottle there, right? Don't you, be? I do. It's yeah. lovely, isn't it? Yeah. It's really lovely. Okay, so the back of the bottle, it's – have you read it? No. Have you read – No, I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. I know you've drunk your third bottle by lunchtime today. <laughs> <laughs> it was that yeah. colour, whatever. You're, I was you're drunk on Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> when I met my wife, Lane, on a blind date, the likelihood of us both hitting it off was slim. We we're both from completely different worlds. When it came to wine, I drank white and she drank red. Then we discovered rose, something we both loved. Now, nearly two decades later, I wanted to make a rosé that celebrated our marital bliss. (laughs) Enjoy and do not drink in excess. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, so I I messaged him saying, I won't spill the wine and I won't make wine from your tears and I'm not drinking it either. And he went, but you've got to drink it. So I still can't bring myself to drink it. Well, you know, just get a regular, you know, pipeline happening, you know, and, uh, you know, I think that'd be pretty, pretty cool there, you know? I think I'll wait for some in excess friends to come along and we'll drink it together. And just before she drank it, she said, Spill the wine, drink that pearl, come on. Spill the wine, drink that pearl. Spill the wine, drink that pearl. Spill the wine, drink that pearl, drink that pearl. All right, well, I'm going to straighten up a little bit the news, uh, B. We did mention a little bit before Christmas that there is the Moonshiners Songwriters uh, Festival up in Northern New South Wales, which uh, I guess interesting word, moonshine. Do you know what that means? Um, moonshine? It, yeah, it's potato beer, isn't it? Or potato it's like alcohol. a homebrew. Yeah. yeah. It's probably more of an, in Australia, we call it homebrew. Mm. In, in in the South, in America, in the sort of the turn of the century, moonshine, you know, bootleggy moonshine is sort of illegal alcohol, you know, uh, yeah. made out of the, you know. I wonder the, uh, why it got that name. It's quite a cool name, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, there's a thing called the Moonshiners Songwriter Session that uh, features uh, Andrew Ferris along with the Wolf Brothers and Catherine Britt, and that's going to be on January the 22nd, which is Michael's birthday. There are some sort of charges associated with going to that, but if you are a singer-songwriter or wanting to learn more, it would be well worth your investment there to learn from one of the great songwriters of his generation. So Mm. we want to give that a little bit of a plug uh, for Andrew. Also, too, in in the spirit of gigs and things, uh, there are so many gigs happening around the world at the moment. We probably won't uh, mention them all today, but, but, yeah, in America, Queensland, you know, Victoria, there are so many sort of gigs at the moment, I guess, especially here in Australia in the summertime, it is that sort of season. Mm. But over in America and even the UK, there are a lot of in-excess uh, tribute gigs going on. Also, too, uh, in Texas, I believe, uh, in the next two weeks, we'll mention some more details closer uh, to next week, uh, there is a, a screening in some of the cinemas in Texas of the Live Baby Live concert. 
that was the, the gig or the concert thing that I stood you up at, didn't I, B? I didn't turn up to meet you at that. Maybe we'll fly to Texas and we could go watch it together there. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, if, if we, you know, check your local guides, but uh, seeing that, you know, to see that concert on a big screen, that's something you're experiencing. Oh, it haven't. was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did you get up and get dancing in the theatre? I B? did. Of course I did. Yeah. Did you have, a, <laughs> you have your little posse there with you getting into it all? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Also in NXS News, uh, John Farris, who has sort of come out of a little bit of a, a sort of media hibernation. He's got some new material out and he's obviously hooked up with Kieran Ribbon, you mm-hmm. know, to do some recording together and form a sort of a musical partnership. Well, there is a, a podcast out which uh, probably goes for about an hour and a half. It's with a guy called Charlie Arnott and uh, Charlie has a podcast series called The Regenerative, the Regenerative Journey. I just had a B moment there, B. You know, I'll prepare listeners for it. It's not an exciting podcast, as in episode, uh, but it's an informative one. And I think if you're trying to see where John has come from a, a musical point of view, there's not a lot of discussion about music on that. There's probably more just about the lifestyle and touring and, okay. and then since no longer touring and just health and regeneration and um, the fact that he lives up in Byron Bay. And, and it's probably a bit more John, the person where he is, as, is now. So if you're looking to find out, you know, what was his inspiration for songwriting with Michael, you're probably not going to hear much on that. Hopefully John comes on with us and we can get into those nitty-gritty stuff. Like anything, John doesn't speak a lot. So when he does, it is worth sort of, you know, d- diving deep and hearing as much as you can. Yeah. So that's Charlie Arnott, the Regenerative Journey podcast series. Uh, it's, a, it's very much a health and development type sort of thing. And I think those guys met each other at a conference and maybe Charlie was hosting something and John's into self-improvement and those sort of things. So there's a fair bit of that on there. Before you move on, let's listen to John and Kieran for their little Christmas message that they put out. Hey! <laughs> How you all doing? Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. I'm John. And I'm Kieran. And collectively, we are Jack Music. Jack, J-A-C. That actually is a, an acronym for John and Kieran. So Jack Music... John and Kieran, we want to thank you very much for all your support with uh, We Are Awakening. It's been a great start to the end of the year. And uh, Kieran's just busting it to uh, bang out some Santa Claus music for y'all. Santa Claus is coming to town. Telling us about a podcast called The Rider. Yes. Yes. Did you listen to it? I did, yeah. Was it any yeah, good? He sounds yeah, quite exciting, that, doesn't he? His name's Chris. I've been speaking yeah, to him. <laughs> is that the the Aussie guy who's running it? Yeah, he's fr- yeah. it's a tri- triple. Yeah, day. I think Andrew was the first guest he'd had and had yes, come on. Yeah. So, so when I promote when I mentioned that one, I I listened to that in its entirety and mm. um yeah. Uh, no, he sounds quite polished, doesn't he? He's quite a good. He does. Um, he does. Yeah. Well I think done, he, he, he'd known Andrew a little bit through his you know radio uh, you know okay. DJing days and stuff. Mm. So, but uh, but yeah, look, there's a there's a bunch of other news coming out. We thought we'd save a little extra tidbits for next week. But uh, we'll wrap that up, B. That's the news. Hey, this is Tim Ferriss. Big shout out to Hayden and B. Also, want to say hello to all the listeners and NXS fans. Thanks for listening. I love you, Hayden and B. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. You're listening to In Excess, Access All Areas with Hayden and B. And now it's time for the topic of the week. All right, B, our dream In Excess gig. If we all on this planet could go see In Excess again, and let's just say for theory purposes, 
our great Mr. Beloved Michael was actually singing, we came up with sort of our dream gig if we all as NXS fans had that one more opportunity to see them play live. So uh, thank you to everybody around the globe who has texted, emailed, Facebook, messaged, a whole bunch of things. Um, what this list will be is a bit of a sort of a, a culmination of the great ideas that some people sent in. There were a few interesting ideas in brackets, <laughs> some silly ideas, B. Oh, right, uh, okay. <laughs> we might leave that for our outtakes episode. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, it's it's like everything. If music is art and it's taste and if you think that was good, well, it is good to, to you. But wow. uh, we, ha- we have come up with an interesting uh, mm. bunch of information with this gig. So what I thought we would do to start off, B, was uh, first of all, just give a bit of a backdrop. Just Let's just concept people and what it is. So... We all want to see NXS play another gig and play live in a dream concert. Let's just forget all the facts of mm-hmm. where the band is now. Yes. We're working on the philosophy that if we could sort of, you know, you know, rub that little genie bottle and we could ask for three wishes. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yes. This is this is Virtual sort of one. Yes. Well, yeah, that's right. And, you know, if Mark Zuckerberg says we can all go into the metaverse and we can all come up with different concepts, well, we're entering in the NXS metaverse, okay? Yes. All right, so B, there was a big consensus and there was a bit of a, uh, a patriotic push for the concert, the venue, to be played. And this, this, this place had a, a very, very large contingent of, of requests. My uh, bedroom. A, no. No. <laughs> That's the after party. <laughs> Hello, James. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, James. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> you said goodbye. Um, all right, the venue is the Sydney Opera House slash under the Sydney Harbour Bridge on a particular time of the year called New Year's Eve. Oh, blimey. So we're going to be playing this concert. This concert's going to be at the Sydney Opera House. Now, why the Sydney Opera House? Well, let's be frank, okay? It's probably the most iconic part uh, of the all of Australia, the Opera House, the Harbour Bridge, the Harbour itself, right? Mm. And in excess of a Sydney Northern Beaches band, and we think that that's their homeland, that's their home turf, and they never played there, and... For music fans who knew of a band called Crowded House, they played their last ever gig at the Sydney Opera House and got over 90,000 people. Mm. With New Year's Eve, B, we generally get over 1.5 million people around the harbour around Mm. that time. So there's going to be a massive setup of screens, a massive setup of fireworks, et cetera, there. Uh, The Sydney Harbour Bridge is going to have in excess uh, in lights on it, et cetera, there. Uh, And it's going to have the big X there with the kick, sort of the X star sign. Yeah, I like it. It's going to be in excess New Year's Eve into the New Year. I can see them on some sort of pontoon on the water, though. Gee, you must have read my notes because I haven't oh, seen the notes. Really? Is that what you're thinking? I have, I have the word pontoon coming up. Pontoon. So well done. Thank you. Okay. So there's going to be a lot of fireworks, etc. There. There's going to importantly be some support acts. So just to get the crowd into the vibe, okay? We thought we would pick a couple of homegrown sort of support acts who have been good to NXS over the journey, and they're going to be basically warming the crowd up. You know, between sort of seven through to around sort of, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock before yeah. you just come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to have the Eskimo Joe boys uh, yeah. there. Yeah. We, we want to have about a, about a, about a two-hour sort of uh, base of support band. So, you know, some will get 30, 40 minutes. Some might even get an hour. Mm-hmm. But Eskimo Joe are going to be one of the major ones there. Uh, we're going to get a girl, Australian girl, who's from Melbourne called Courtney Barnett. Now, Courtney actually uh, wrote and recorded, I think actually the whole Kick album, uh, not wrote, wrote, I should say, she re-recorded it uh, on an acoustic sort of type level. And she's actually sort of Australia's version almost to a young Bob Dylan. She got nominated about three or four years ago for Best New Artist at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she plays the left arm, left arm guitar and she's a little bit folksy, whatever there, but she'll sort of, you know, get the crowd sort of cheering along in a folksy way before the Eskimo Joe guys come on. Uh, we're then going to have an international guest, a guy who's one of the most uh, respected, critical, claimed singer-songwriters in the world. And uh, this is a guy who did a whole album cover of Kick, and that's Beck, great friend of the Yes, band. yes, we like in- that. Bit of international star appeal. We're going to get uh, yes. Beck there. And mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's the first. A bit edgy. I like well, it. Well, that's right. And he's yeah. going to be there. So it's going to help the alternate crowd a little bit there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it's a, it's a portent of things to come because – and maybe one or two. Am I on the guest list for this, by the way? How better oh, be? We'll just hold your horses right. and you just wait. You, 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 might, you might just made it. I know yeah. I can't wait. Now, what do you think is a fair ticket price to get into this, B? Free. 
Correct. Hundred percent. It is free. It's very hard to Who's barricade. Paying? It's Who's very paying? hard. Well, this is oh me, of... me, me and my time. Okay, this is how we're monetizing the gig. B. It's free, it's a, a free gig for everybody. No fee. No nothing to the crowd. No. But, but the band have unsold this. Uh, Chris Murphy, who's with us. Oh, has yeah. on-sold this to Netflix worldwide. Oh, there you go. Yes. So this is clever, going out. Clever, man. This, this <laughs> is going out within within uh, probably 72 hours of being played live worldwide. So there's going to be a mass setup of production people behind the scenes. And what's this there's Facebook be, uh, meta thing as well? It'll be on that, won't it? It'll be like oh, some look, video viral meta bloody blah, blah. It has just an exclusive deal, <laughs> a $40 million deal to Netflix for this particular Let's gig. Let's it to now, 50, yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's 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 uh, sorry. Actually, looking at it, it's forty five years since they started, so uh-huh. they're getting forty five million because Dave Chappelle got forty million for his two two specials or something like that on Netflix. So okay. the band definitely deserve that. All right, uh, helping produce the event, great friend of the show, Mark Opitz. Okay, Yay. he's there producing and getting everybody aligned together. We have a very key person who's turning up from international flights coming in as our photographer. Uh, who do you think that is? <laughs> Hmm, it would be Mr. Egan. Nick Egan's coming in. Okay. Now, in terms of food and beverages, in terms of alcohol, okay, the Concert for Life was an alcohol-free event. We're blowing that out the fucking window, okay? This is alcohol-encouraged, okay? All right? This is an alcohol-encouraged event, okay? So, uh, Kirk, Kirk's wine all round. Everyone absolutely. gets a bottle. Kirk, Kirk is on catering duties uh, <laughs> with Lane before the show. That's going to be sort of help out the process. Okay. In terms of uh, outfits, uh, great friend of the band who looked after them in Wembley, Peter Morrissey, uh, has been uh, selected to come back in and help with the clothing. Now, I know, B, you had a few ideas, a little bit about the type of clothing you'd like Peter to get. I think I could just tight. say to the listeners, yeah, that's the key word. I was like, the camera, tight. And I can tell, assure you, listeners, B hasn't seen this list, but we think the same way. The key word is tight. On tune and tight. Everything has to be tight, okay? Uh, especially from a pant point of view. A little bit sweaty. Correct. Okay. <laughs> In terms of merchandise, okay, we have CDs that are actually produced and recorded on the day of the gig and sold after the gig. Now, Powderfinger in Australia did this about 10 years ago at their last concert where the actual gig that was being played was being recorded and within 30 minutes of the gig finishing, that was there was a, thousands of CDs whacked into a CD cover with a song list on the back of it and then sold for 20 bucks at the gig. Bring so back the that, CD. Bring back right. the CD. However, yes. for our, right. our, our, our Spotify streamers, Okay, etc. There, it's going to be going out to Spotify for all the Spotify downloaders uh, within 24 hours of the gig as well. So if you're a Spotify person, that's going to be exclusive to there. Light show, okay, the big lighting show. We've actually hired the guys who looked after Pink Floyd's career. They're coming in to do the lighting show. If anyone knows the Pink Pink Floyd album Pulse, about 1995, when you bought the CD, it actually lit up and it had this sort of eye and whatever. Uh-huh. There, but we're getting okay. the lighting people from Pink Floyd to come in. Okay. All right. Now, you jumped the gun a bit earlier here, but we have VIP guests, the most important VIP guests that are coming to this particular thing. The most important people are the Inexcess Access All Areas patrons. Okay? <laughs> they are VIPs. Yay. They are in area at the side of the stage. Okay. We have the lusty women on one side who are all gawking away and have got their phones out and are salivating on the left-hand side of the stage. <laughs> And then on the right-hand side of the stage, we've got the headbangers sort of, you know, uh, moshing, you know, we're there for the guitar riffs. The cool dudes. Yeah, me and the Jolly Meister, we're going to be hanging out on the right-hand side, you know, Pedro (laughs) and the gang, et cetera there, Mr. Gaunt's flying in. So we're going to have the sort of the uh, the real real, um, musos on the other side, VIP area, okay? The setting now, B, okay, it is. Did we get a meet and greet before it hits as well? Well, there is going to be some meet and greets done there in the mm. VOP area there in the back there. And uh, there is a, there is going to be sort of a special side room and after party afterwards, which probably next week's episode, we will delve a little bit deeper on that. So, we need a DJ for that room. Huh? Yeah. Set Pat Boy Slim. To that. Oh, yeah. I'm very no, excited. I'm really I can let you know. I wasn't in a good mood when we first started, was I? <laughs> no, <laughs> really no. We, just, you've got the all juiced up CD there. We, we've mm-hmm. got people like Baseman Jackson, yes. people like um, uh, Paul Oakenfield. There are mm-hmm. going to be some international uh, remixes of people coming in for that after gig. But I don't want to go into next week yet, B. I know you you sort of don't, you don't want foreplay. You just want to get straight into it. Okay. Uh, but we just we just have to work our way like up. Going backwards and forwards a bit, you know. <laughs> Mix it up. All right. 
Now, we're going to get into the concert itself, B, uh, and we're going to be sort of committing, I guess, uh, the first sort of half of the set list or two-thirds of the set list today, and we're going to do the last part of the set list next week and then yeah. the other trappings, okay? But uh, this is going to be a concert that is a culmination and a combination of everything great in Nexus's career. So it's going to have a sense of chronology about it. Now, for those who don't know what the word chronology means, it's going to be in order of their career. So they're coming out to the opening song. No one knows what it's going to be, only the band do, and they're going to be coming out, okay, to the fantastic Fantastic first hit of Just Keep Walking. Yay! As the opening soundtrack. First time it's been played first at a gig for 35 to 40 years. And the crowd, you know, are getting uh, all singing uh, in thunderous agreement to shove it, brother, just keep walking. Like there's a million people there with the lyrics on the screen and then the fans who know the lyrics. And that's going to be the real crowd stomper. Yep. Metaphorically speaking, no one's going to get stomped on. That's going to be the opening song of the concert, okay? Mm. All right. Now, we then slip in. Does John, just, just, does John come on to the beginning and is he John? What, what, how is he? Oh, oh, no, we're, star. Not, we're not replicating Wembley. We're, we're, no, we're but like, it could do something a little bit different. Well, look, you know, we we've got a few songs to go, so uh, right. you know there will be there will. I mean, the band come out; they're in great form. They just hit all... it hard, etc. Mm, okay. They then slip into a very much an album track, a song that we love and a lot of our listeners love off the first album. That's that breezy, light, up and about song called "On a Bus," <laughs> and this song hasn't been played since like 1983 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the real true rank and file fans love it, and the fans who don't know it. Okay, just jumping up and down because they're in the euphoria of just keep walking and they're, they're just so pumped up and they're all drunk as well because it's an alcohol encouraged event. All right. We then, for the third song, start to slip into the second album where they had the Love One, uh, the cover version of the Love One song. And uh, Michael, you know, you know, the t- first two songs are toe tappers and third one's a little bit more of a uh, moody, bluesy sort of thing. That we get into the love one, but we the crowd go absolutely berserk when he hits that high note. You know, baby, I love you so. You know, and does he uh, get a girl up on stage and sing it? To her? Well, I reckon look, he does. You know, I reckon well, he has to. Well, you've, you've actually predicted. There's a young girl in the front row. Her name's Courtney Cox, right? And uh, she used to act in a show called Friends. But she was first came to fame at the Bruce Springsteen uh, Dancing in the Dark film clip when she was brought up on stage. Now, do you know that film clip, B? Mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, the girl gets put up on stage. It's a young Courtney Cox. Well, Courtney's yeah. flown all the way in because she loves in excess more than Bruce, and Michael gets her up on stage. Uh, but she's a bit of a cougar, so Michael um, sort of passes up on the opportunity because <laughs> he does like his ladies a fraction younger. Sorry, ladies, but uh, uh, but Courtney does have a great time dancing with Michael, and we, and we all look forward. Now, at the side of the stage, at this particular point, I, I'm, I'm being lambasted and, and absolutely uh, harangued by Paul Jolly because he just, there's just two words that come into him. He just says, shabu shaba, shabu shaba, shabu shaba. And before you know it, Michael looks over at Paul and says, got it. And then rips into the one thing. Okay. <laughs> with Timmy up close in person with his big guitar riffs to the uh, roving camera that's uh, following around on stage. So so the, the one thing is the, the fourth song there. That, uh, this virtual gig, we could get Timmy on a, on a skateboard, couldn't we? Well, you know, we could, but you know, we're not recreating kick. This is this is this is this is uh, uh, this is a pioneering thing. In no, itself. I'm recreating what I want. <laughs> uh, after the one thing, okay. Suddenly, there's this sort of you know shift down to this keyboard, and there's this big intro, and people are going, "What's this? What's this?" And then they pull out the very long forgotten hit song that never really gets played live for a long time, which is a fan favorite called "To Look at You." No. Okay, it's the fifth song. And it's getting a little bit darker now and the light's starting to kick in and the, the, the dusk is sort of fading away. And Michael's sort of just slowing it down and he's just looking out at a million people in the crowd and, and he's saying that line, what is a name to call for a different type of girl who knows mm-hmm. the feeling but never the word, you know. So, he, so he's, he's really got the crowd in the palm of his hand and all the screens have just sort of zoomed in on Michael as he sings this. After the two look at you, they then ramp it up and take it up a notch with the big, massive intro of Original Sin. But the band are joined on stage by a, a one-off guest appearance by the only uh, person who could be on the song is the one and only Nile Rogers, who's flown in from America to play guitar on the Original Sin uh, track. 
and uh, also has flown in, who's singing backup vocals on the album, uh, and who's flown in for the concert particularly to sing this, is Daryl Hall, who's singing the Dream On White Boy Black Girl with Michael, and Niles there is the riffing away with Timmy, and it's a musical uh, uh, intersection of talent and uh, history all at once uh, playing together. How nice right. of them to come over. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We then suddenly see uh, the band veer into uh, a big long intro where uh, the band uh, are then playing the Burn For You song with the full sort of 60 second, 80 second intro with the keyboards and some of the band are having, you know, rehydration and the crowd are just sort of, you know, just mellowing. I was just thinking that they need to be rehydrated. Can I be that girl? Can I be the water girl? Well, you are. You're going to be out on stage there and you've got the cigarette girl too. You've got the little thing around your neck and you're you're hanging out the cigarettes because (laughs) the band are going back in time to their cigarette days and uh, and they're doing that. But uh, they, they, they then proceed to a blistering version of Burn For You and they have uh, a couple of uh, great female artists who are coming in singing backup vocals on that. And the crowd, um, you know, uh, at that lyric, you know, light me and I'll burn for you, mm-hmm. uh, get into the chorus and, and it's just a thunderous applause and, and it's an Fantastic. old fan favourite. that would be a winner, yes. Now the band are going into some veered, into real hard, hardcore sort of fan territory. They're about to go into a sort of a one-two punch, like a medley of two songs together. One of the fan favourite songs that was on our deep dive Spotify playlist was Johnson's Aeroplane. Mm-hmm. And they've got this amazing footage of aeroplanes in Japan and visuals. Oh, yeah, the visuals would be great. Correct. And they yeah. go into a version of Johnson's Aeroplane uh, that then halfway through veers into Dancing on the Jetty. Ooh. And at that particular time, B, you suddenly see Michael has just suddenly just whilst the, you know, the while the while the whole thing went black and dark, Michael somehow found himself out onto that pontoon, and he's dancing on the jetty, okay, oh. with three or four <laughs> yeah. of the Suicide Blonde girls who have come in for the clip from the Suicide Blonde, but they're coming to do Dancing on the Jetty with Michael as he's singing that particular track. And the crowd just go berserk because they're like, where's Michael? Where's Michael? It suddenly pops up in the middle of Sydney Harbour on a jetty. No one knows how he got there. Okay. Not Before not you... like all the supermodels from the 90s that are on there with them. No, they're, they're banned. They're not They're banned. <laughs> they're banned, yeah. No, no, they're, the VIP they're not good. Patients, no, no, we don't yeah. like them. No, they're not coming into Australia. Tires down. It's in Before you know it, the band suddenly gets dark and then you don't know what's happening, but suddenly they then break into the fantastic What You Need clip, okay? Uh, they then uh, proceed to do the big riff and say, play the effing riff, uh, Timmy, okay? And and Michael turns around and says, I, I, I've been in Parramatta for too long instead of Paris, <laughs> all right? I've been in Parramatta for too long. So, around uh, and round yes, and round. Not Paris. I've been in Parramatta for too long. <laughs> Parramatta. Hence the F word. And um, for those who don't know, Parramatta is a western suburb, suburb of Sydney. You know, fruity language would be half of the course in some of the fruity areas. But uh-huh. uh, And then after what you need, the band then veer into Kiss the Dirt. And then we have on the side of the stage, you know, with a film projector projecting up onto the screen and handling the editing, we have our friend of the podcast, Philip Mortlock, who has uh, superimposed the footage of them young at the big bonfire and the, the Kiss the Dirt film clip as they're playing the updated Kiss the Dirt film clip. Uh, mm. Sorry, the updated Kiss the Dirt song. And there's that massive, you know, end to the thing where, you know, falling down a mountain and suddenly there's this, like, fireworks starting to go off, like like the 10 o'clock, 10.15 kiddies fireworks, you know, mm-hmm. to the Kiss the Dirt thing at the end and stuff like that, replacing the bonfire. So the crowd are really getting into that and are feeling very, very pumped. Get up, 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 get up,
That song, now, so every time you go up really high, as Newton's law suggests, what goes up must come down. So mm-hmm. at this particular point, we're about 50 minutes into the gig, 45, 50 minutes into the gig, and you know, the band you know, need to bring it down a notch and just, you know, suddenly just let everybody just take stock because, you know, there's a few people who, you know, virtually, you know, feel like... out. Well, <laughs> they feel like they've had 14 Red Bulls, you know what I mean? They're, they're pumped <laughs> and they just need to calm down a fraction, bring it back a notch. And then the next song that we're going to go into is a very rarely played song, but it's going to be an acoustic version of just Michael and Kirk, and it's going to be Shine Like It Does off the Listen Like Thieves album. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to be sung in a very beautiful, melancholy, upbeat way, and Kirk, just Kirk's guitar and Michael's vocal, very raw from that sort of point of view. The crowd, just the, the, you know, it's dark, and there's, there's all the phones are there, not the cigarette lighters anymore because no one smokes except mm. for the band. Uh, but there's going to be there's going to be basically phones in the air and everywhere, and 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 the Sydney Harbour's got a very tasteful sort of lighting thing happening mm. to coincide with this particular song. Every single hour that we have known, and from each moment, all that is left sleep on the innocence. songs in the band disappear for about three or four minutes uh, but there's this sort of dance thing happening and it's dark the, the atmosphere's not lost because there's still this sort of tune there and the bands have gone off stage you can't really see what's happening okay and they've been on stage a but after about five minutes and this dance stuff there suddenly no one knows what this dancing is but it's actually a pre-record of the 12 inch uh, new sensation Nick Mix, okay, and then they come up on stage B, and they're all dressed in their kick, red, black, white skateboard outfits, everything back <laughs> to 1988, right? Oh, bless and her. They, they then go into a 25, 24 minute medley of New Sensation, love, baby, love, into Devil Inside, into Mystify, into Kick. Into Guns in the Sky, into Need You Tonight, and into Mediate. And it's this beautiful medley where they play about three quarters of each song, and then they subtly move into the next one before the last one finishes. And Michael coins this phrase that Prince uses in his concerts when he does a Purple Rain medley. He says to the crowd, sorry, everybody, so many hits, we have to trim it down a little bit. But they do this fantastic kick medley with all this fantastic clothing they're wearing. Yeah. Uh, there's, 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 there's this real homage to 1988, uh-huh. you know, the biggest band in the world. And there's this sort of seven song uh, ode to uh, the Kick album. But there's one song missing, which we'll, uh, we'll make up for in a moment. I can imagine all the visuals going off at the back. Oh, absolutely. And, the, and, and then, you know, on, and then there's, you know, as I said, there was this sort of new sensation, 12-inch, you know, pre-mix that was there to start it all off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the crowd are just getting way into it. And then and then as Michael finishes on the seventh song there, which overall now is song 18, he does that thing with the lyrics where he's got the mediate lyrics and he tears them down as he's reading and he tears yeah. them slowly down and then gets it down to the end, etc. there. And he actually remembers the lyrics, okay, this particular well, occasion, <laughs> which is really, really good. And at the end of that particular sort of medley there, it breaks into our friend Tricky, who on the side of the stage kicks in with his amped up, you know, uh, mediate version. And Tricky's a friend of the band and did the Would there be like the a big album. Yeah, and then loads of dancers coming on. That's like right. Well, all, all, the, God knows all, the, all the ravers there suddenly are all getting into this, and you know, you know, there's lollies being popped at left, right, and centre, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, the band are just getting a little bit of a reprieve because Tricky's come on there and he's doing his extended mediate version on top of the original. Nice. Yeah. 
18 songs and we're about an hour and a half in okay what actually then happens next is the tricky thing starts to fade out okay there is the most phenomenal thing that has happened at any concert in the history of concerts in fact it's probably the most exciting thing that's happened since the 1984 olympic games okay what then happens is that it gets all dark and then you start hearing this orchestral beginnings of never tear us apart and you hear the film clip version where it goes that sort of orchestral intro a bit. If you ever see the video clip of, of that song, B, you see where it's just showing the, the Prague and yeah. the guy walking, you know, the, the river and things, but it yeah. shows Michael walking along, but it takes about a minute for it to begin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas the CD version or the single version really just starts off with the song and the lyric. Mm-hmm. So we get this really big lead up, right? Anyway, the band come back up on the, the normal stage and stage B, okay? And they then go into a ripping version of Never Tear Us Apart. Michael's just on song. We've got the Sydney Symphonic Orchestra there, okay, um, who are providing all the orchestral beautiful parts there. Mm-hmm. But before the Kirk stuff actually kicks in, pardon the pun, that beautiful bit like Wembley where it all sort of stops, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you hear this dun 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 And then the lights come on. To infinity and beyond. And Kirk is in the air with a jetpack. Okay. <laughs> and Kirk is flying over Sydney Harbour, Sydney Harbour on a jetpack, playing the saxophone to never tear us apart. He swallowed the bit. And he got, he got coached by a guy called Bill Souter, who was the original guy at the 1984 uh, LA Olympics. Who, mm-hmm. who had the famously had the jetpack and flew over the crowd at yes. the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. But we've got the Kirks to having the most ultimate media <laughs> look at me time, who's flying over the harbour in his jetpack, playing with all the saxophone playing the Never Tear Us Apart. And and because it's a real me time moment, he's it's an extended saxophone version. And we've got lots of um, um, surf lifesavers on, uh, on on readiness. <laughs> Kirk's got a high vis vest on, and he's got a he's, and he's got a um, you know one of those sort of um, uh, uh, water sort of uh, floating vests on as well. So, um, but yeah, he's flying over, and he does a double sax- saxophone section. So it's only about thirty seconds. He does yes. a minute of saxophone, and then he lands back on the pontoon. Well, it goes round Killibury and comes back again. <laughs> Correct. He, he lands back, goes from Killibury and back there, and uh, he lands onto the pontoon next to Michael, and oh. then Michael's, Michael's then you know a singing feat. the outro, outro Very of that good. song. Wow. So well done, Kirk. <laughs> that that's song nineteen, and the crowd have never seen anything like this before. No. It's the most unbelievable thing, uh-huh. and the roar and the energy there is so unbelievable. Uh-huh. So. We are, we have basically just to recap. We've gone from song one, just keep walking, to on a bus, the love one, to uh, the one thing to look at you, original sin, burn for you, dancing on the jetty, what you need, kiss the dirt, shine like it does. So we've gone from the first album to listen like thieves album. Then we've then come out with a kick medley, paying kudos and justice to their biggest selling album and most popular album, and a seven song medley, and then we then have the wrap up song uh, before an encore. Of never tear us apart with uh, jet, uh, sorry, with Kirk and the jetpack, uh, and the side sort of stage there. Uh, guess wise, we've had Noel Rogers, we've had Daryl Hall, we've had Tricky uh, so far, and there are some fantastic guests coming up in our encore. Now we we actually have, we have three encores, but we're going <laughs> to save those. I'm going to go through those in next week's episode. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so we have gone from the first album to kick. Uh-huh. And we have got uh, we've we've got some album tracks on there. We've got obviously some singles. We've got some fan favorites. There has been some omissions. We do know there will be some feedback saying, "Why didn't you know you put on underneath the colors? Why didn't you put on Listen Like Thieves? Where's yeah, this yeah. time?" Yeah, yeah. One we love, love is what I say. We, mm. we just couldn't fit them in. No, because as Michael said during the medley with Kick, he goes, "Too many hits, too, too many, many songs." Hits. So <laughs> we've got to nineteen songs, but I can let listeners know, and you know, B, there's eleven more songs coming. To be their biggest ever concert. Okay. So there's 11 more tracks we're going to go through next week. And there's guests and there's the after party, the most important part B for our VIP patrons. 
okay, is the after party, okay? I hope the listeners have enjoyed part one of the I have. It's been great. I've been (laughs) enjoying it. Maybe we can put a bit of a Spotify playlist out of part one. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I can see what I do. That was terrific. Thank you, mate. Hey, this is David from Carping. Hi, this is Katie from England. G'day, it's Paul from Sydney. Hi, this is Ella from the Netherlands. This is Dr. Jim and that's a wrap. Wow, that was pretty good, mate. I really enjoyed that. Our cobwebs are off a little bit. Mm. Thank you to a lot of the listeners out there who uh, shared some ideas and came up with some of the song lists there. And look, there were certain songs and requests that we couldn't quite fit on, but you know, we can always announce a second concert B. <laughs> so, I reckon um, we'll probably have more input next week. People will be going, oh, but can I yeah, put, yeah. yeah. So well, yeah. I, I reckon no. come the second half, is yeah. it, you know, we still haven't recorded the second half yet and we can be bribed if someone comes up with a great idea. So maybe mm-hmm. a shout out to the listeners. If you mm-hmm. have an idea for part two of mm-hmm. a song that has to be in, as I said, we've sort of got up to the completion of kick at this particular phase. So if you great. do want to add anything, it has to be X onwards, okay? So yeah. But, uh, I probably lost my voice at this stage <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fan engagement, B. Uh, you mentioned, I think, a bit earlier before we started recording, there was a little bit of stuff there that you wanted to get across. There is quite a bit of stuff, actually. Um, In Hutch Nation, actually, Hutch Nation. Hutch Nation is about to turn 3,000 soon. So thank you to all the members there. I know there's a lot of the, you that listen that actually um, engage into Hutch Nation, which is our Facebook page, which is like a little sister page isn't it Hayden it's where we do all yeah, our gossipy yeah. bits it's quite cool um, and thank you everybody again for all your posts there but in there I've actually put a poll right at the very top so if you go into the Facebook page and look up Hutch Nation at the top of the page there is a poll about welcome to to wherever you are it's been up there from the 31st of October and it's still going at the moment taste it is still winning um, followed by not enough time and beautiful girl and we're going to keep it up there until the anniversary date which is when Hayden so that's going to be August this year, which will August. be 30 years old. Yes. Okay. So we'll keep the poll going until then, and then we'll announce um, the winning song from the album. Yeah. I want to also say hello to a lot of people that entered the competition. Yeah. So we've got, um, I want to say a big hello to someone called Paula, by the way. So hello, Paula. Yeah. And um, yeah. Oh, I've got something else to tell you before I go on. Okay. I was working today as an optical dispenser. I can dispense now. I'm pretty good at it, actually. But there was a guy there who was an optician that I've not met before, and his name's Henry. Hello, Henry. Henry's a musician, and he's called um, Henry Fenton, and he has actually played at Tamworth with Andrew. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a song out called Ruby. So if anybody's interested, it's quite bluesy. I quite liked it. Came home and listened to it while I was having my dinner. So yeah, I'm looking forward to um speaking some more with um Henry on Saturday when I'm working. So, so let me ask an interesting question there. As you're working at the dispensary, how do you, you know, I'm sure you're wearing your conservative clothes. I am right. Yes. And Henry's coming in as a customer, is that right? No, Henry's an optician. Henry's oh. a colleague, a work colleague. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. I was thinking he was a customer coming. I'm thinking, how do you go into dispensing and get onto the topic of NXS to know that? But uh, Well, usually because I'm wearing my NXS band on my, <laughs> yeah. or I'm using wearing wear my NXS necklace. I always try and get it in there if I like the person. <laughs> hey, it's promoting. like your necklace. Anyway, so I'd like to say hello to Sola. Sola is um, very good at um, coming back to us with questions and messaging me. Um, she popped some balloons off at me the other day. We had a good laugh about that. Um, also, we'd like to say hello to Pam Brown and Oswinski. There we go. Jacqueline Smith, Scott Green, Martin Brisbane, Martin McPherson, Andrew Mays, Sydney C, Paul Coretti, Heidi Nicolosis. Oh, I think Heidi's become a patron, actually. Yes, okay. that's the Heidi, yes. Yes. Um, Giuliano Avad Avedi Khan. Um, just go the first name. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. So there's Deborah, Deborah, yeah. <laughs> Laura, Dawn. Oh, no, Dawn Ray. That's cute, isn't it? Shelby, 
Ryan, uh, to just name a few. There we go. Now, you mentioned Scott Green. I did. You know him. I was the best man at his wedding. Oh. So I've roped him into listening. So hello, Scotty. Hello, Uh, Scotty. As we always say to Scotty, hello, Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Scotty's a big music fan. Yeah, he is. Okay. Also need to congratulate Glenn Davis and his beautiful um, bride-to-be as well. Congratulations. She said yes. All right. So uh, now, B, we... Mm. Yes, Hayden. We are probably due for another auction. Auction, auction soon. And we do have a couple of items. We won't mention them today, but we have got one or two things that have hit our vault that have been signed by some very, very special people, Mm -hmm. uh, band related and band within. So Mm -hmm. we might announce that next week, uh, but uh, I think uh, we had some great success in December and I think October with a couple of these items. So we will like to put those out there next week. We'll let people go back to work and make some money, I guess, first. Uh, And we will put uh, maybe a competition uh, or an auction out, I should say, for some of these. We probably just had a big competition with 10 items given away, so we might work to the auction next, B. What do you think? Yeah, well, we should really congratulate Pedro as the winner. Of the, yes. of the, yeah, massive win there, mate. Thank you. And also congratulations on getting the new job, which is great. Um, while we're talking, Hayden, we really need to get a Zoom in. Can mm. we start talking about getting some of the Europeans um, in on a Zoom? Yeah, so one of the things for those who are relatively new to listening to us, uh, if you're a patron and you join us on the quest to uh, get the band to the Rock Hall of Fame and be part of the community, we'd like to get to know you and also share your uh, fandom with others and give you a platform to talk and share. So we do that via Zoom calls. I guess this year we are going to regionalise them a little bit more rather than try to get the Netherlands and America and England on at the same time, which can be a bit logistically hard because of time zones. We're going to sort of focus and say, look, let's get on our latest patrons from Norway or let's get on our patrons from the UK or our patrons from Australia or America or Mexico or wherever it might be. I would probably say maybe in the next two, two, three weeks before the end of January, we will do our our first patron uh, Zoom call for the year Mm -hmm. uh, and we will uh, get some listeners on in a certain area and get that going. That'll be great, B. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a wrap, mate. Well, we've got one more thing to do before we go out. Oh, is we can, oh, we're going to play a tribute song, oh. and I thought this the song I'm going to play today is a bit of a unique selection, and unique in the sense that I was always trying to fit where this song would sort of be able to go into our podcast as an exit sort of song. This is a song that one band member doesn't like particularly much. We did ask him about it in our interviews back in I think November. But it is a song that we like, and it is a song that lots of people do like. And in the spirit of a live concert, if you go back to the 1991 release of Live Baby Live, Live Baby Live, or however you pronounce it, there was an album track recorded the day after the Wembley concert called Shining Star, and that particular song was a hit in Australia and in England, and we thought we would go out with that track today. And this song was a hit in the UK, a hit in Australia. It had a great and expensive film clip uh, in Sydney. I think Tim likes it because he feels like it's sort of the clash meets Roxy music. I like it. I love the production of what Mark Opitz did. And it's a song that probably, as I said, doesn't get played on radio much these days or whatever, but it was an in-between X and an in-between welcome song that was added in. And in the spirit of being a live tribute date, it exists. let's put a track that was on their live album, although it was not live at Wembley. It was an album track on a live album. Mm-hmm. Have I confused you? Hopefully not. It's a goodbye from me. <laughs> and it's a goodbye from B. See you next week. Mm, I got a plan. Yeah, you got a plan. Got a plan ahead. I got a plan that'll make you a star, make you go rich, make you go far. Take a life, throw it on a bus. Make you feel like you make a fuss Bright ideas on a fast hill too Make you feel like you got feet of glue Shine a star Shine a star 
star has gone. 